The Time with Flora podcast is sponsored by Nikosep Consulting, specialists in small business bookkeeping, business plan building, and strategic advisors to the SME sector. Hello there. You're welcome to the Time with Flora podcast, where we talk, learn, and grow together. We podcast weekly. The Time with Flora podcast is available to listen to on Google, Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, CastBox, and several other podcast platforms. It is a Headway Point production, and you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Time with Flora. You may also subscribe to our YouTube channel, Time with Flora. And we'd love it as well if you could share this podcast. Share it with your friends, share it with your family members, partners, and anyone else that you feel would gain or enjoy listening to the messages that are being shared. Thank you for listening. So my first experience with homeworking um, was in the mid-1990s. Yes, <laughs> I've been working that long. Um, I was working with a UK company that had deployed, uh, as, a, as a result of um, a business decision to uh, sell off some of their more expensive uh, accommodations premises uh, in the London area. Um, a decision had been made to do that and to um, uh, take up uh, commercial office space uh, in, at strategic points in, in certain places in the outer London region. The whole uh, issue around isolation and uh, that whole sort of mental wellness as we as we now know it today, I mean that wasn't the language being used then, and um, I, I remember a particular incident that there was actually a colleague who it had been detected was actually um, going into that space of having a bit of a mental challenge uh, and an inability at the time um, to cope or assimilate into the homeworking phase. And so what was happening, I think some of the triggers, I remember one particular um, indication was um, him showing up uh, at uh, conference calls, video conference calls, and he was in his pyjamas. And, uh, uh, you know, just that whole kind of etiquette in terms of presentation and uh, and all of that gave gave some insight to the fact that there was something not quite right there. Um, that was that was my first very obvious uh, awareness of the fact that this could actually go south if it wasn't properly managed you know so it's not it wasn't just about getting the work done it was also about understanding you know the human psychology and and the fact that we're all sort of social animals and that you know that whole piece around engagement and communication etc was really really key uh, and all those things around loneliness so with what we're going through right now it's really quite interesting uh you know with the whole forced uh 
you know, sort of uh, self-isolation, working from home in big, big numbers. Uh, I've known that this is going to shift things in terms of um, once we're once we're past this and we will get past this pandemic phase. um, It's it's already showing signs that it's going to shift things in terms of um, kind of business uh, models, in terms of how people will allow or see their their people working how they will work and where they will work but but listen putting that aside I just wanted to share a few things in terms of tips uh, uh, that will be hopefully helpful to you as you are managing your own space um, and your own behavior and thinking and activities around working from home with that added uh dimension of actually having your children if you have children school age children even university children probably as well it really doesn't matter but having everybody around at the same time while you're trying to work because typically when we would normally be home working usually your children would be in school you know you would have that quiet space most of the time not all the time but you would have that kind of quiet space uh, to work but but this is this is different so i 'm just going to go through a few things in terms of sharing my my, my thoughts uh, with regards to home working and, and things that you just need to to be aware of for so the first thing I really want to say uh, uh, about home working is that working from home is different to working in the office it has always been it has always been, and I think that this is why you know we people, and that's myself included, have, have sometimes had this issue of being able to effectively work from home because you kind of want to bring the same pace of work, the, the same, um, you know, uh, performance of the office working space into the home environment. And it just doesn't work. It, it just doesn't work on, on so many reasons, you know, on so many levels. Um, it could be, you know, the kind of noise factor. It could be the space factor. It could just simply be the mindset factor and, and, and how you deem what is performance, work performance at home in terms of expectation of deliveries compared to expectation of deliveries in the office space. When you're working from home, it's just you. And so the only challenge to yourself is you. Whereas in the office, you have other things at play, other things that can break up your time, break up your concentration, break up your, um, you know, your, your, your investment into getting the work done. So, so it's really important to get your, our heads around the fact that when we are working from home, it is not the same thing as working from the office because one of the uh, one of the other problems is that and this is where the whole wellness thing comes into it and the whole work performance is that people put, tend to put themselves under pressure to deliver uh, or 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 to be seen to deliver by their own standards just because they're at work and there's this you know for a lot of nagging people and I've gone through this there's this nagging voice that says i need to demonstrate i need to show that i'm working I need to prove that I'm working, you know, and that brings a whole load of anxiety and stress, which you really, really don't need, especially at a time like this, which is a very worrying time.
The other thing that I wanted to say is that it's really important to have a routine, especially to start off your working day from home. It's really important because that kind of sets the pace. It sets the scene for what else will follow afterwards. This is my routine. I'm up by five. I, sorry, I'm up by six. I get out from my bed by six and I get myself ready for a walk. So I'm leaving the house by 6.30. Um, I, I take a, an hour. Um, it takes me about 50, 55 minutes to, to do um, the, the, uh, the, the uh, distance that I need to do. I get home. I get ready. I have my breakfast. Uh, it gives me time to kind of check in with the kids. But I'm, I'm, I'm looking to be at my desk, my home working desk by nine o'clock. 90% of the time I will succeed in making sure that happens. Okay. So that's how I start my day. And I'm dressed. I've had my breakfast. I've worked out. I'm good to go. I've checked that, as I said, that the kids are good and we're ready. Okay. So have a routine. It sets the tone for you. It sets the tone for everybody else. Okay. The next thing, have a to-do list. Um, sometimes I don't always have a to-do list, but I think working from home, just because of the nature of what working from home is, you need to find a way to take care of the distractions. That's really, really important. That's the point here. And my way is to have a to-do list. And I have my to-do list right by my desk, you know, to my side, by my laptop. So I am always checking in with that. And, and so whenever I even get tempted to, to go do something that's housekeeping, okay, I check in with that and make sure that, you know, that's not, that's not the plan, okay? The, the, the point is that it's, it, it, gives you, it gives you a reference point. It doesn't mean that there aren't going to be things that will happen that you won't have to get up with. It wasn't on your to-do list and you're going to go and you're not going to go do them. You will do them. OK, but if you accept that this is the way in which I am controlling how I'm handling my day, then it's, it's a helpful reference point to you. And I even include things like the time that I, I, I have with the children in terms of checking in, you know, investing in terms of uh, helping them or working with them on their homework. In fact, we are all sharing the dining room table to work in our own, on our own thing, okay? I think another really important tip is, is the piece around communication and managing our, our, uh, our mental wellness. Uh, that, that's really key. Uh, it's really important on a daily basis that we are actively engaging with others. Um, if you are fortunate to find yourself in, in a household that has other people with you, um, you know, really important for you to have conversations with others. Um, yeah, I, I mean, sending a text message and, and uh, sending a, a WhatsApp chat is, is, is great, uh, but, but nothing uh, is ever going to be as powerful as picking up the phone or, um, you know, having, having a, a video uh, call or conversation on, on FaceTime or WhatsApp. Um, do those things. Uh, have one person a day that you, you have a conversation with. Um, have conversation. If you've got children, uh, you're at home with your children, have conversations with your, with your children. You know, have that dialogue going because it's so easy to be isolated. <laughs> Oh, 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 oh,
Break up your day. Break up your day with movement activities. And look, movement is really, really key. Um, one of the, the big concerns, the unintended consequences of this period of lockdown, the pandemic, social isolation, um, uh, self, sorry, self, social isolation, self-isolation, etc., etc., um, is that there will be reduced activity. You know, people always talk about being physically active, um, taking exercise. Actually, fundamentally, the most important thing is that you need to be, you need to be moving. You need to have regular movement activity. You know, movement is actually the most important thing that you, that you need. Uh, you don't need to be an athlete, uh, athletic person, but you do need to be demonstrating activities of movement. And particularly at this time, there are going to be a lot of high risks to increasing if you're already borderline, um, if you are already someone who um, the nature of your work is very sedentary, which a lot of people are today. During a time like this, where you're working from home and you're, 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 you're literally tying yourself to the chair, it's got to be even more of a problem. You've got to take those toilet breaks. You've got to take those movement breaks. You've got to give your neck uh, uh, some movement, you know, that kind of tech neck um, uh, issue. You have got to be regular with your movements. And as a guide, I would say 30, every 30 to 40 minutes, you need to get up, get up and do something that moves you away from your working station wherever it may be, okay? Uh, it may be to go get a drink of water. It might be to go up the steps. It might be to pop out of the house, just go around outside and come back in. But do something that allows you to bring some motion uh, and mobility into your, into, your, um, into, your, into your body, okay? As they say, motion is lotion, okay? Um, my next tip is, it's, I call it mindful noise, okay? Now, and I've seen some a very funny, um, you know, videos circulating on the Internet about parents avoiding uh, tying up their kids and, you know, covering their mouths and, you know, so they don't talk and they don't move and stuff like that. All very funny. But the truth is that we, you know, this notion of I'm at home, I can't work, the noise is too much, the kids, da, 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 da. And I, listen, guys, I know it's difficult. It definitely is. But the truth is, even at work, there is noise. You have to, because you have no choice, you've got to look at the noise. You've got to perceive this home noise differently. Uh, and yesterday I was really thinking about this. And um, I was sitting at the dining table. I was working. My kids were working at their station points, etc. And um, every so often my mum was saying, oh, mummy, and stuff like that. And I just realised that I needed to accept that this is the current normal for me working. This is the new normal. This is how it's going to be. And so I needed to make, you know, I needed to absorb that. I needed to acknowledge that and, and say to myself that regardless of the noise that is going on, it's just a different kind of noise. It's different to the noise in the office, but it's, it's noise that can be worked through. So what I'm saying is that this whole mindful noise idea is the fact that you need to treat the house noise in the same ways that you would treat the office noise. There's noise everywhere, all right? And, and it's just about getting your, our, our heads around it and learning how to work with that noise. 